0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Cartoon Time Machine. I am Scarlett
1: and I'm Katie,
0: we're your animates and today, uh, welcome to another episode of Pitch That Reboot. Ah, we need some theme music for this. We love this segment. It's been a long time since we've done it. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Pitch That Reboot is where Katie and I take a beloved cartoon from the past, whether our childhoods are even further and Pretend to pitch it as a new reboot for the modern day, uh, as if we were we were giving a pitch to executives. Uh, it's it's a fun a fun time uh, where we get to exercise our, our studio brain. Uh, and today we will be pitching reboots for the Wild Thornberrys. Uh, certainly one of my personal favorites from my childhood. Uh, a lot of fun, great environmental show about the importance of animals and protecting animals and stars a precocious little girl who can speak with animals, who I always aspired to be as a child. So uh, it's, it aired in the late 90s, early 2000s, and uh, I think it's time that we bring it into the modern day. Uh, Katie, would you like to go first and, and pitch me your idea for a reboot?
1: Sure, I'm sure you'll love it. Oh, I've I'm loved all my, my reboot pitches so far.
0: <laughs> I, I have not. They, they've mostly been terrible.
1: Well, I have good news for you. Yes. It's going to stay the same.
0: I ah, know.
1: So, pitching this to execs. Current day. Consider the following. Because oh, we, no. have, we have this uh, good environmental theme, but also a lot of large animals. Uh-oh. Capitalize on the world love for Tiger King.
0: And that was the episode, everybody. Uh, we're going to leave you while I scrub that image from my brain now. Go go on, Katie. Tiger King as the wild thorberries.
1: Well, you can you have the perfect setup here to uh make yet another terrible CW reboot.
0: <laughs> We're gonna have to start renaming this into Katie pitches a CW reboot while Scarlet looks on in horror. I think that's the new name of this segment.
1: <laughs> so you have. <clears throat> Oh, there's so many aspects here of who can Fair be rebooted all. as who. Okay, well, you know that if it's a CW reboot, uh, the older sister is definitely gonna be into doing some weird stuff, probably just in like a war. That's what happens in CW shows, right?
0: Poor Debbie. I don't
1: know. I feel like Debbie's got the vibe to be in a CW show already though, with the appearance.
0: So can we just, speaking of Demi's periods, can we just appreciate what a late 90s, early 2000s aesthetic she has? She has hair draped over one eye, enormous cargo pants, a crop top, and flannel. It's, it's a wonderful amalgam.
1: Yeah, but you can certainly have the talking to wildlife being the way that we solve, it's a CW show, there are crimes. Uh-huh. I don't know, then if we tiger king it, someone's gotta die who are you killing the husband off? i'm oh, sorry no, nigel no, that's we season two season two is discovering who, who murdered nigel in a tiger king esque <laughs> twist
0: okay okay so i it's it, it, so the, the regular action of the show what's what's that gonna, is it all about you know tiring style trying to conclude who murdered uh nigel and it's are they still a family in this version
1: I I mean that can be up for debate, but I think you can work with it that way. Okay. I I, I it's a murder that. mystery CW show. This could be season okay. one, season two. I mean, one season is definitely focused on a poaching operation. Clearly.
0: Yeah, I mean that's like possible.
1: Eli- Eliza gets stuck into some weird thing, and I needs to get out of it. I think you have a great CW reboot here. You know, some you- pandemic, Tiger King vibes.
0: You know, just it flashback to those very early days of the pandemic where everyone was just obsessed with tiger king because we just i think we just needed a collective experience and that was like the lowest bar we could all agree to <laughs> no
1: i watched it whether.
0: i i watched it i i can't say i remember a lot of what happens in it but i remember it just getting wilder and wilder uh with every every passing episode which for a show called the wild thornberries uh i i guess that's appropriate that it just Continues getting weirder. Uh, now, what do, what do you plan to do with uh, Darwin the monkey in this in this situation? Is is he still a monkey, or is he some kind of like meth addict that Eliza has like dragged along for the ride? Yes. <laughs> why, why did I put that idea in your head? This was.
1: Oh, I knew that. I already kind of knew there was going to be some variation of that. I just didn't decide fully. I definitely planned all of this reboot now. beforehand, <laughs> Sorry. and. I definitely planned all of my reboot beforehand and my plan coming into the episode wasn't just I'm gonna annoy my co-host by pitching another CW reboot and maybe one day I'll pitch a real thing
0: I mean I think it's real I mean for uh, the CW has taken weirder concepts uh I've only pitched two
1: CW CW reboots
0: yes we've also only done two of these segments
1: no this is my second Courage the Cowardly Dog I just aged up I didn't make it CW
0: it was a little bit CW.
1: Maybe. I'm but sure. Ed, Ed and Eddie was the one I went fully CW.
0: You're fully CW on that and you went fully CW. Well, not really on this. Honestly, I think mean, you went Tiger King, which is not CW. That, that's Netflix. So I, I think I think we can justify this one as not being CW.
1: Now, is it live action or animated?
0: Oh, I'm God, the audience. idea of being it is so much funnier to me for some reason because I was imagining it as live action because like CW and Tiger King but this would be kind of hilarious if it's still animated and like in the same style
1: I think this is an adult animation that's just capitalizing on the weird adult humor out there
0: I could I could see this fitting in very well Uh, I don't know if I I don't know if Tim Curry is still doing voice acting I certainly haven't heard him in a while it would be great to get him back if so I know I know he's uh he was he was sick for many many years and I think he probably is still um, some, somewhat uh, incapacitated but if we could get him back for this that would be lovely. He's a great talent. Um, well uh, Katie, thank you thank you very much for that for that beautiful reboot. Uh, thank you.
1: I'll be back next time to pitch another CW show.
0: We're gonna ban you from that.'re we're gonna, we're gonna uh, require you to not do that. Um, Once again, I went in a different direction, but one that I think uh, that you will approve of. Uh, Two words, Katie. Eco-terrorism. I'm in. (laughs) I I knew you'd be in. So the original premise of Wild Thornberries was like, kind of more an educational show, like, about animals and, like, less so the environmentalism of it. Like, she would still, like, deal with poachers every now and again, and that was, like, the big threat in the movie, I remember. Uh, But more importantly, it was about, like, teaching coming-of-age lessons through animals coming-of-age and having similar experiences. And along the way, you'd teach a kid something about the animal kingdom and you'd go home happy. Um, But in the year of our Lord, 2021, with the planet fully dying... Um, I think that it's time for uh, a a slightly darker and edgier take uh, where, yes, Kate's raising your hand.
1: Are you also pitching what could be a CW version here?
0: No. See, I know. I want this to be animated. I want this still to be for children because I think it's important that children learn about the capitalist monsters who are destroying the planet. So I think it'd just still be for kids, still in the roughly the same age demographic, maybe a little bit older, maybe more in that like nine to 11 range instead of like the six to nine-ish that I think the original Wildthorn Berries was really reaching for. Uh, this, this one would be a, just a little bit older, uh, maybe age up Eliza slightly. I think she's like, 10, I want to say, in the original, like maybe age her up to like 13 or 14, Uh, kind of the same age as like a lot of the the current like Disney protagonists, like in Amphibia and uh, Owl House, that kind of like low to mid teenage years. Um, And to have her, you know, instead of just, she still talks to animals, she still is kind of the Lorax, the, the speaker for the animals um but instead of sort of passively just sort of helping animals out of traps and things uh she's just like fully going vigilante and just destroying these big companies that are destroying the habitats from the inside out and every every episode you learn about a new form of pollution or dehabitation or deforestation uh and maybe at the end of the episode you can even have like kind of like a sonic says kind of moment where it's like hey kids like don't eat palm oil because they kill orangutans. He's, here's the list of, of products that have palm oil in them. Don't buy those. Or uh, did you like the rainforest you saw in this episode? Stop buying hamburgers. Like something like that. Or maybe, maybe not like a full like end tag, but maybe something in the credits, you know, still... I feel like uh, true educational shows have kind of gone by the wayside, and I feel like this would be a good way to, like, bring that back in a little bit. Like, you'd think, like, Eliza's, like, pretty cool, because, like, I don't know, maybe you give her, like, kind of, like, a cool, like, dark stealth suit that maybe has, like, animal print on it, so she's, like, kind of like a Batman type and when she's like sneaking into factories and like breaking stuff, or like exposing rich CEOs for for being corrupt or whatever, you know, she still like looks cool and kids are like, oh yeah, she's taking down the system and that's awesome. Uh, but also you still like get like a little bit of a lesson there and you learn to better yourself. Um, definitely still have Darwin uh, and Donnie in ours. I, I, I sort of keep the base premise the same as... I would more almost pitch this more of a as a sequel than a reboot like i feel like this is older eliza, yeah this is eliza a few years later uh realizing that she can't save the world one animal at a time because just because she stopped that rhinoceros from going over a cliff uh doesn't mean that people aren't still like ruining their their environment so like i kind of see this as her like getting kind of fed up which I feel like is also a very relatable concept for Gen Zers and Millennials as we get older like as a kid we're given all this like hopeful stuff like you can do it you can save the planet like as long as you recycle you know we'll we'll all be fine and now that we've gotten older we realize like oh like we can't actually do anything the big corporations are destroying the planet uh it'd be cool to see like the first episode is kind of like Eliza coming to that realization and, like, taking matters into her own hand with the enormous power she's been given to, like, use, like, find animals to her will, essentially. I mean, she can't control them. She can just talk to them. But, like, imagine her just going up to, like, a group of gorillas and being, like, yo, like, if, if you guys just, like, come with me uh, to this factory, we can, like, destroy everything in a night and get out of there. Um, I, I think that could that could be pretty fun um but yeah base premise is still the same so I imagine she's still traveling with her parents in, a, in an RV uh Debbie I imagine has gone to college I don't I don't think I feel like she'll like show up in a few episodes uh she doesn't really I don't think she really needs to be in this um uh yeah, yes Katie it, it,
1: it, you know I feel like you should have a college like that one of those college episodes you can have great ideas for one where they do that Debbie's definitely an environmental science film double major though Oh, Unless she's rebelling from the family.
0: <laughs> well, she was always kind of a rebel. Like I, I feel like she was always a, like the, the stereotypical disinterested teen. But like I feel like you're. I feel like she'll like go like minor in film and you know do mm-hmm. become back very pretentious. Um, but also like would be studying veterinary medicine. Um, or so, or something like that. Because because in the 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 their parents are documentarians, but I think the I think their mother is also a veterinarian. Um. So there, there's, there's something there. Um, but but that could also, you know, there could also be something cool there with like B-plots where, because uh, I, I, again, I'm really hoping to get Tim Curry back for this and maybe, and if not, we'll keep on his spirit because I love Nigel Thornberry. Um, maybe there could be B-plots where, you know, he's, you know, doing like the, the the Michael Moore documentarian, getting the dirt on the situation. And he's also kind of coming, he's he's always, was always the eternal optimist, but maybe he's also like, grappling with the same realizations that Eliza is. And I mean, I think we could have some very sweet family drama with them all in the RV and with Eliza growing up. Um, I, I think there could still be some some sweet moments. And of course, Darwin is still gonna be her little voice of reason. Like I, I, I feel like in this scenario, if like she's doing the dark Batman thing, I think Darwin kind of becomes her like stabilizing Robin. I um, mean, we can also give him a cool, a cool costume. The important thing is that they both have cool costumes to make action figures for. Uh, because that's how we get to, toy deals and we get money and oh no and then we make more plastic that pollutes and destroys the planet oh my god I've become what I set out to destroy did you <laughs> have
1: that joke planned
0: I oh my god I I'm the problem
1: <laughs> uh, oh. why you
0: walk into the ocean now or just wait till global warming takes it to me
1: yeah, you you yeah, you got you got not a lot of time.
0: No, I I live on the coast. It's it's either gonna burn me or, or dump me into the ocean. One or the other is gonna happen. Uh, but Katie, what what do you what do you have any notes on my on my reboot?
1: I think it's just gonna hurt millennials.
0: It might. It With, might hurt millennials.
1: You're gonna you're gonna really hit uh, this sense of optimism then turning into massive pessimism.
0: But see, that's the thing. It's not. It's it is both that, but also wish fulfillment for what we all wish we could do, right? So like, on the one hand, there's the depression of, oh no, the world is dying. But also here comes our young protagonist who sort of represents all of us coming into our own. And she has the power to like, kind of start changing things. Oh God, I'd love an episode like at the end of a season where like she speaks in front of the UN like Greta Thunberg style.
1: Oh yeah, I love that. Like,
0: just like, hey, I've, I've talked to the whales and they're really concerned about what's going on. Do you
1: Please want, don't do you mention want me eco-terrorism and talking to whales to me, ever.
0: <laughs> Why?
1: Don't make me flashback to my D&D campaign where oh, people oh, fed right, a right. piece of armor to a whale.
0: How, how, how could I forget about that beautiful moment in D&D? D&D's a wild game, folks. You can, And then when when, when my, my intrepid co-host here is, is, is DMing, and anything can happen. Um, but I mean, and and then and with the whales, we could have our own Star Trek save the whales episode where she like records the whale speech and like you know brings it maybe get back to the U.S. Like hey, like I know you guys can't understand this, but I hear what they're saying, and they're saying that you got you guys are are kill are killing us, you're, you're killing us. So I I think it could be I think it'd be a lot of fun. Like I said, I don't. I don't intend for it to be like really dark and really mature. Like I, I think it's still. I still would want it to be like mi- middle middle school, like for middle school kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the nice thing is with the streaming services, like I imagine, you know, it's Nickelodeon. So I, but I would pitch this to Paramount Plus. Um, given that it's a streaming service, you can sort of aim for that that higher higher audience. You don't have to necessarily worry about what is or isn't appropriate for for. Uh, whatever time time slot or, or station you're on. Uh, it can just go and, and be its own wild thing. Get it wild.
1: I, I got it. Don't worry. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, I, we, I, we went in two different directions, but I honestly feel like we got, we got two pretty good shows out of this.
1: Tiger King? Eco-terrorism. I don't see anything bad there.
0: You we both went very dark with this one.
1: Like, very good you know- <laughs> at going dark
0: usually at least one of us and that's usually me uh has has a, a lighter a lighter approach but uh you went for be- beloved father and tim curry nigel thornberry is dead and someone in the family did it
1: hey it would solve uh, the problem the factory yeah it would my, my thing would solve the problem of tim curry not being in voice acting really anymore because then you don't have to recast yeah. nigel
0: yes but like that he's dead is so sad like if i would have met like maybe if like you couldn't get a decent i mean that's the the lovely thing about tim curry is that his voice is pretty easily imitatable because it's so iconic um but i feel like for mine if we couldn't get back tim curry i don't know maybe maybe we would have some kind of like good send-off for the character like i don't know say that he's he's like on on the the US board of the like interior or something like Leslie Nope style taking care of all the national park um, or that he made it so big in Hollywood with his documentaries that he's now like living the high life in Hollywood. Um, but I, I don't know, I, I just want the best for Tim Curry and the idea of killing him off outright feels, feels sad.
1: Murder mystery. I also like that the audience is just getting an input to or it, look into what it was like when we were in film school where you wrote all the pitches. <laughs> Because you had not better ideas, more succinct ideas.
0: <laughs> I, I can be very persuasive when I have when I have something really ridiculous to pitch. Yeah, I can take something truly ridiculous and almost make you think that it could work until you put a little more thought into it. <laughs> that's the key. I'm I'm just I'm just now imagining Eliza's really cool like vigilante stealth suit in my brain. Like oh maybe one episode like she like meets up with a bunch of other eco-terrorist teens who have like also been like working behind the scenes around the planet to like take down big corporations and I don't know maybe they all have like each of them have like their own special power that they use to to take to, oh my god now I've created Captain Planet. <laughs> it's just Captain Planet now. <laughs>
1: And Scarlet, I'm sorry to inform you, you came to the wrong pitch that reboot. (laughs) We are not doing a Captain Planet pitch.
0: Okay, but maybe we should. I mean, and maybe we should, and maybe Eliza Thornberry should be the new Mati, because like that was Mati's whole thing, right? Wasn't he? Well, he was heart, but I feel like that like amounted to like he could communicate with animals. So like maybe, maybe she crossover event of the century. She could meet up with Mati, and they can have like. Rollicking adventures with the with the rest of the planeteers and and save the planet wasn't wait wasn't Tim Curry also in Captain Planet wasn't he a Captain Planet villain get yeah, it do research we got it. we got research real quick <laughs> I'm I'm like ninety percent sure
1: you are correct awesome. not the original voice actor though oh he wasn't Tim Curry voiced Mal it was a uh, originally voiced by David Rappaport um. After Rapper point passed away in 1990, Tim Curry took over the role. All
0: right, I was still I, I was still right, so maybe that maybe that's when I started watching. Um, well,
1: maybe if our audience interacts about this episode enough or shows interest, we'll do a Cla- Captain Planet pitch that reboot.
0: Yeah, yeah, tweet tweet at us. Do do the Instagram at us. What what is it called when you comment on an Instagram? Is it anything?
1: I don't think I think it's just a comment. <laughs>
0: Fine, Instagram us. I'm just going to say it. Just Comment,
1: say it. like, subscribe. Are we YouTubers now?
0: I don't know what we are. We're <laughs> podcasters. We, we fall into that nebulous, annoying internet personality area. Oh, no. We don't show our faces because we we don't we can't deal with that level of YouTube comment.
1: Oh, God. We've become what we hated.
0: Yeah, but we knew that when we started a podcast. We, True. we, we knew the second we started a podcast, we'd become those podcasting jerks
1: there we also don't understand the social media aspect that's why we have a social media manager
0: yeah like we're 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 just we're just here to talk about cartoons we have other people worry about that stuff uh, <laughs> <laughs> well we we've, we've been vamping we've been vamping long enough thank you so much for for listening to another episode of cartoon time machine pitch that reboot uh, we'll be back eventually with another episode of pitch that reboot possibly of captain planet although i think i've already won that idea with my wild thornberries idea so you're welcome Uh, We'll just make it extra hard on Katie to try to top that.
1: You know what I'm coming with.
0: If you CW, Captain Planet, this podcast is over.
1: But it was going to be CW eco-terrorism.
0: But I already did eco-terrorism and you already did the CW. We can't can't double dip.
1: No, you're right.
0: There's chaos.
1: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I'll come up with a better plan.
0: (laughs) I'm Scarlet.
1: And I'm Katie.
0: Wear your animates, and we will see you next time.